You're listening to Kindful Conversations, the podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm a meditation teacher and mindfulness coach. And this podcast is all about helping you to create calm amongst the chaos of everyday life. I'm here to help you feel better and to consciously and mindfully transform your life. I can't wait to share today's episode with you and I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode. I'm so glad to have you here today. I don't know about you, but I have been feeling absolutely exhausted this past week, this past couple of weeks actually. And I think it's probably a number of things. I think it's the end of the year, we're all just feeling tired and it's been an extremely challenging year for everyone. Um, But I've also heard that there's whole bunch of crazy spiritual stuff going on at the moment. There's this huge shift happening. And so a lot of us are feeling the effects of that happening in the universe right now. So, oh, I don't know. It's just been a huge, huge year and it's coming to a close now. And so I thought I would share with you some lessons today that I have learned in 2020. And I started off with a list of 10 things. And then I thought, no, let's go all out and do 20 because it's 2020. So today I will be sharing 20 lessons that I've learned in 2020. And it's a big list. It's a lot of things. So I'll go through and try not to talk too much to each point, but I just wanted to share some things that I've learned you know, some life lessons that I'm going to be taking from this year into the new one. So before we get started, let's stop and take one of our nice, deep, conscious breaths. Perhaps relax the shoulders a bit, unclench your jaw, untense any muscles, or just gently ask them to release any any areas of tension in the body. And let's get into the episode. So I'll just pull up my list here so I don't forget anything. So I think the first thing that I have learned, probably the biggest lesson that I've learned this year, is the importance of slowing down. And this is something that I'm having to learn and continue to practice every single day. It does not come easy to me. Rest does not come easy to me. I've been someone who's always felt the need to be busy, to be achieving, to be getting things done and hustling. And while all of that is great, and it means that, you know, there's been a lot that I've been able to create and a lot of things that I've put out there, it means that I also don't really know, or I've found it hard to know how to slow down and to take it easy and to take a break and to rest. And so I guess this first lesson is all about how rest is actually productive. It is helpful to rest. If we don't rest, we get burnt out. And so that's been probably my number one lesson from this year and something that I'm going to be really mindful and intentional about next year. And one way that I want to do this is by carving out an hour. I think an hour is reasonable, probably in the morning to just have an hour of my time to slow down, to really just do the things that I love doing, to meditate, to perhaps journal, to write down what my goals or intentions are for the day or the week or whatever, and just really take that time to slow down and to go easy on myself because it is okay to take your time. It's okay to go at your own pace. So that is lesson number one for 2020. 
The next lesson is all about the importance of letting go. And so I think the biggest part of this has been letting go of control. And this is something that probably most of us have had to learn in some way or another this year because there's been so much out of our control. So letting go of the need to control things and just surrendering to what is, surrendering to and accepting what is present at this very moment because there is so much out of our control. There always is and there always was. I think this year has just definitely shown us how much is actually out of our control. And so the next lesson, number three, is again on the theme of letting go, but this is more around letting go of what other people think. And so this has been a really hard lesson for me. I've always been a people pleaser. I've always been someone who really cares about what other people think about me. And this year I've been really working to just let go of what other people think and be okay with people having the wrong idea about me or be okay with people having stories about me that may not be true, you know, in my, in my own eyes and just letting people think what they need to think, knowing that deep down, I am just doing my best like everyone else. I am trying my hardest. And if people, and if that's not good enough for people, then so be it. Just letting people have that story or letting people have the wrong idea about you and letting go of what they think has been so powerful. And it's something that I'm still practicing, but definitely a big lesson that I've learned this year. The next lesson, number four, is again on letting go, but this is about letting go of the outcome. So this, I guess, is particularly when it comes to my work or, you know, the the creativity, the art, the things that I'm putting out there. I'm really learning or I have learned um, the importance of letting go of the outcome because really we're only in control of what we put into something. We're only in control of our effort and our intentions and the, I guess, love and joy and inspiration that we put into our work. And then how it's received is completely out of our control. That's not something that we can, we can, um, we can control. So yeah, I think letting go of the outcome has been a really big lesson for me. And again, something I'm continuing to practice every day. I think all of these things I'm going to be continuing to practice probably for the rest of my life. But yeah, that's been a big one. So the next one, number five, is learning who and what is important to me and particularly who my people are. So I'm sure that a lot of people have found this as well, that by being forced into a situation where we can't physically see people or we are much more restricted on who we can see and what we can do. It's really got a lot of people thinking about who the important people are, who is it that you want to spend time with, or who is it that you want to make the effort to connect with? Because a lot of social activities have been taken online, you know, been forced to Zoom or to do virtual chats or conversations with people. So it's definitely got me um, thinking about who my people are and thinking about my circle. And this is something that was already in my mind before COVID even hit, because when I went through the miscarriage last year and then my marriage falling apart and just all of these big life events and big changes, I noticed with every difficult situation, every challenge that I was faced with, 
people dropped off and I think that's just natural and it's really sad sometimes. It's It can be really hard to see people who you thought were good friends or you know who you thought you were close to to see them drop away but I think that's also just a reality of life and um, you know it's those really challenging situations the grief I've said this before grief is really clarifying because it shows you who is there for you and it shows you who your people are the people who don't judge you who just don't ask anything of you other than to just be yourself and who are just there for you. They don't have to say anything. They don't have to do anything in particular. It's just knowing that they are there for you and that they love you unconditionally. That is really powerful. So that's been a really big lesson for me this year is learning who and what is important. The next lesson, number six, is clarity around my purpose. So I have been, I have never been clearer about what it is that I am here to do than I have this year. And that's not to say that I don't still find that I'm, you know, getting a little bit lost or confused or I have moments of self-doubt, but I found that this year, and I think it's probably been in the slowing down, like I said, number one lesson this year was the importance of slowing down. And I think it's been in that slowing down that I've been really able to get clear about what it is that I'm here to do. And that's all around the meditation and mindfulness work that I'm, that I'm doing with my business Kindful Co. And, you know, just really trying to help people to feel calm because I've learned how to feel calm myself and I've learned how to slow down and I've learned the importance of self-care and really looking after yourself. So that has been a huge lesson this year for me is getting clear on my purpose. And I think another part of this has also been in the doing because this year we were presented with a lot more time. I know personally I've had a lot more time and that has given me the space to create more and to actually start doing, to start doing live meditations, to start creating, you know, a podcast like this, to start putting myself out there more and really trying to hone my skills as a meditation teacher and mindfulness coach. So that has been really huge for me this year is just doing, just getting started. So for anyone out there struggling, not knowing what their purpose is or not knowing what it is that they are here to do, I really encourage you to slow down. I really encourage you to try some of the meditation and mindfulness tools that I teach because I find they are so helpful. It's when we're able to slow down and become still that we're able to let go of the outside noise and block out any other opinions and expectations and really just connect with ourselves and connect with what it is that we are here to do. So moving on to my next lesson now, which is number seven, and that is the importance of self-love. And I feel like this is a whole topic in itself, so I won't share much about this. I'll probably do an episode on my self-love journey, you know, a separate episode. But I guess this year has really exposed my shadow and that our shadow is the parts of ourselves that we deny, the parts of ourselves that we don't want to look at, that we're ashamed of or afraid of. And so it's been in that exposure of my shadow that I've really had to learn how to love myself even more than I ever have before, because it's learning to love all parts of ourselves, not just the parts that we like, the good parts, the joyful, you know, all our positive traits. It's also learning to love the parts of ourselves that we 
are afraid of or that we're ashamed of and to just embrace ourselves fully as who we are. So lesson number eight is that health is number one. And I've talked about this before. I feel like health has been the one thing that's really slipped this year for me. And it's been a lot of it completely out of my control, but it's definitely going to be my priority for the new year is to build back a routine and to really focus on my health. Lesson number nine is all about focusing on what I consume. So looking at things as being healthful or unhealthful. And I'm not just talking about food here, but also things like news, TV, information, just anything that we consume, just becoming really mindful of whether this is helping us or hindering us, whether it's leading towards our health or our unhealth. Number 10, we're halfway through. (laughs) I wonder how I'm doing for time. Anyway, we'll keep going. Lesson number 10 has been that pain is emotional. And this is something that has been really hard to get my head around, but has completely changed my life. I've discovered the work of Nicole Sachs and look her up if you're interested in this. She talks all about the mind-body connection and she talks all about healing chronic pain. That is her focus. She helps people to heal chronic pain, but pretty much any kind of physical conditions that become chronic. So things that you are not just temporary, you know, not just having like a sore neck for a couple of days. It's like when a condition becomes chronic and starts to take over your life, she talks about this being emotional and she has a practice called journal speak, which is essentially just journaling on whatever you are feeling or thinking, just getting it all out and by doing that practice day in and day day out, every single day, you can heal your chronic pain. And it's something that I've started doing. I honestly have not been consistent with it, but it's going to be something that I really try and focus on in the new year because learning about the mind-body connection and how our pain is emotional has completely changed my life. And it's really helping me to heal my own chronic pain, which is something that I've kind of touched on and I will continue to talk about as we go on with this podcast. But yeah, definitely check Nicole out if you haven't already because she is amazing and her work is life-changing. Lesson number 11, time isn't the problem. So I don't know about you, but I always thought that I never had enough time. I feel like I was always blaming time on what was stopping me from doing things, from giving things a go, from putting myself out there. And I've realized that time isn't the problem because this year I have had more time to myself than I've ever had before. And I have still stopped myself. And what has been stopping me is my beliefs, my limiting beliefs. And this takes me on to lesson number 12 is that our beliefs and our mindset are the one thing that really hold us back. And I've done a whole episode on limiting beliefs and how to overcome them. So definitely go check that out if you haven't already. I feel like it was my second or third episode. It was very early on. And so, yeah, I have realized that it's not time that stops me. It is my beliefs because once we can overcome any limiting beliefs that we have, we can do anything because we feel 
inspired, we feel aligned, and we make we find a way to create the things that we really want to create. It's not time that's holding us back. It is our beliefs and our mindset. So we'll go on to number 13 now, and that is that we are always in control of our inner world. So no matter what is happening outside of us, we always have the ability to find calm. And this is something that I've been learning for the last few years through my meditation and mindfulness practices is that no matter what is going on outside of us, we always have everything we need within us. We have all the answers. It's in the slowing down. It's in the getting still and tuning in to ourselves, reconnecting to ourselves that we're able to find the answers and we're able to find that place of calm and peace even amongst all the chaos that is going on around us. So lesson number 14, there is no end point on a healing and growth journey. Wow. (laughs) I have been smacked in the face a few times this year by the universe. So I will get to a point where I feel like, oh, I've overcome so much. I'm healing all these childhood wounds and I'm growing so much and I've come so far and I have, and it's really good to acknowledge ourselves. But I think the other thing we need to acknowledge is that this is a lifelong journey. If you like me are on a journey to improve yourself, to grow, to learn, to heal, then there is no end point. We are going to be on this journey for the rest of our lives. And that doesn't have to be, um, I don't say that to you know, be negative or to, to be disheartening, but it's, it, it's empowering to know that we are constantly evolving. We are constantly growing and there is no end point. We can just continue to do this work and to learn and grow every single day for the rest of our lives. I think I like to see that as empowering. I choose to see that as a positive. So lesson number 15, everyone is seeing the world through their own lens and everyone is on their own path. And wow, this is a hard one to learn sometimes because often we can find it really confusing when people can't see our point of view or when people respond differently to we to the way that we would hope that they would respond. But I guess just knowing that everybody is on their own path, everybody is just seeing things, seeing the world from their own perspective, seeing the world based off of their own experiences and everything that they've been through. I feel like there's a quote about this. It's like people are just seeing, oh, I don't know what it is. People are just seeing the world from their own level of consciousness or something like that. But it really helps to take a step back when we're struggling with somebody else or the way that they're reacting in a certain situation. It can really help to just remember that they're on their own path. They don't have to see the world the way that we do. And it is okay to, again, going back to that earlier thing I talked about, let go of what they think. Let go of the need to control what other people think and just be okay. Let people have their own experience and let them have their own stories about what is happening. It doesn't have to be a reflection about you. It doesn't take away from your experience. Just let them be on their own journey. (laughs) Um, Okay, where are we? So, oh, okay. That was 15. Now we're on to 16. Sorry, I've got this huge list and I'm trying not to read off it too much because I want to just... Um, yeah, go with the flow of this podcast, but I have to go back to my list. Otherwise I would get taken off and completely distracted. So lesson number 16, 
everyone is focused on their own world, not on you. And so that kind of goes back to number 15 about everyone being on their own journey. But it's really freeing to know that people are so consumed with their own lives and their own challenges and obstacles or whatever they're going through, whatever they're facing, that they're not worrying about you. They they, they don't care. Most people don't care. And I don't say this to sound, again, negative. It's just that people are focused on their own lives. So I used to be someone who was always self-conscious. I was always worrying about what people thought of me and worrying about whether I'd done something or whether I'd upset someone or whatever, just constantly worrying. And so it's really freeing to just let that go and know that people are focused on their own world. People are focused on whatever is going on and they're too busy by their own lives to worry about yours. Yeah, I don't have much more to say to that. I think it kind of it kind of speaks for itself. Okay, lesson number 17. There is a lesson in everything. Oh, I like this one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is a really good lesson that I've that I've learned this year is to look at things as try and let go of the idea of, you know, that victim mentality of what is, why is this happening to me? And instead to switch the perspective to what is this trying to teach me? Because what I've found is that no matter what is happening in our lives, and again, so much out of our control, particularly this year, there is always a lesson. There's always something that we can learn from whatever we're going through. So that has been really helpful in particularly challenging times to take a step back and and ask, what is this trying to teach me? What can I learn from this? Because there is always a lesson in everything. Okay. Lesson number 18. Every day is an opportunity to start over. Yes. Yes. And I think this is really good to know, especially around this time of year when everyone's, you know, reflecting back on the year, perhaps setting goals and intentions for the new year, which is a great thing, but it's good to know that Every day you can start over. Every day you can set new goals and new intentions and you don't have to wait until the new year to make big changes in your life. You can start right now. (laughs) So yeah, I really like that one. Okay, lesson number 19 coming towards the end now. You have to just start. Just start. Whatever it is that you're thinking about, dreaming about, wanting to do, wanting to try, just give it a go because it's never going to be perfect, but the way that things get better, the way that we improve and the way that we, you know, make steps towards our goals is by just starting. And I talked about this a lot in last week's episode, which was all about perfectionism and how perfectionism holds us back and keeps us small and stops us from creating. So yeah, my advice and my, my lesson this year is to just give it a go. It's not going to be perfect at the start but you'll never know if you don't try. Okay, the last lesson is that you are entirely up to you. And this is a quote that I saw on Pinterest a while ago, and I think I shared it on my Instagram, but I just love this idea that you are up to you. You are the one who is going to change your life. You are the hero of your own journey, as Joe Rogan says. I love Joe Rogan. But I guess the whole idea is that You are the only person that's going to save you. You are the one who can change your life. You are entirely up to you. And I hope that this is a nice little reminder to just 
to just be you. This is your life. This is your one life. And so stop living it for everyone else. This is your life and you are entirely up to you. So yeah, I hope that's a nice little reminder to finish off my big list of lessons from 2020. So thank you so much for listening. I'll wrap it up now. Perhaps let's just take another deep breath. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you've enjoyed. I hope that you've learned something as well today. I'm sorry if I waffled on a bit. I mean, I'm not sorry because I'm just trying to be perfectly imperfect, but I just tend to kind of waffle. Um, anyway, I'll get better at this whole podcasting thing, but I do, I do hope you enjoyed. I do hope that you've learned something and that this list of things that I've learned has been helpful to you today. Don't forget to check me out on Instagram, social media, my website, everywhere. I'm everywhere. And I'll have all of the links down in the show notes below. I hope that you all have a safe and happy New Year's. I will talk to you in 2021. Thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you so, so much for all your support and kindness and just for being you and for being here you are important and i really really appreciate you so i will leave it there thank you everyone take care and i'll talk to you in the new year bye thank you so much for listening to today's episode i really hope you enjoyed it and got some value from it If you did, please feel free to let me know what you think. Please share this with your friends and your loved ones and anyone who may need to hear it. And if you feel called to, please head over and leave me a review and rate this podcast. It would really help me out. I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate you being here and I will see you in my next episode.